Hello and welcome to the MLM Student Podcast. My name is Chuck Holmes and I'll be your host today. Today's episode is titled, Three Things to Look For in a Network Marketing Company. Now, there are lots of different things you should look for in a company. Some of the things that come to mind are compensation plans, systems, training, products, reputation of the company, number of markets they do business in. Those should all pass the common sense test. Those are all very important. But I think there are three things even more important when you are thinking about joining a company. And keep in mind, as a quick disclaimer, this is just my opinion based off 16 years of doing this. There are many ways to skin a cat. There are many different viewpoints. And by all means, we can agree to disagree. The three things that I look for in a company that ultimately determine whether or not I'm going to work with it is this. Number one is the company leadership. Number two is mass market appeal. And number three is timing. And I want to take about five minutes, go through each of these three things just so you understand. Now, just for common sense purposes, obviously, the products have to make sense. Obviously, the compensation plan has to be fair. Obviously, the company should have a good reputation. These are must-haves as well. But the three things I just said are even more important. So let's start with company leadership first. I believe that everything rises and falls on leadership. I learned that from John Maxwell. I learned it in the Army. The speed of the leader is the speed of speed of a team. A good leader can turn a bad organization into a great organization, and a bad leader can take a great organization and crush it almost overnight. When you are looking at the company leadership of the company you're thinking about joining, a few questions you want to ask is, what is their experience in the industry? What is their experience owning a business? What type of reputation do they have online? What type of network marketing experience do they have? Have they ever owned a company before? Have they ever been a distributor before? To me, the reputation is huge. I also like to look at what is their funding? Do they have enough money to keep the business going during the first few years while it might struggle to get established? So the company leadership is vital. And I understand leaders come and go. Sometimes a company CEO will resign or step down and someone else will step in. Sometimes companies merge. There are always factors out of your control. But from the day you join your company, if the leadership team doesn't make sense to you, it's probably never going to make sense. So look for a good, a good leadership team. Number two, mass market appeal. Now, I learned this lesson from Mark Yarnell. And the longer I do this industry, the more it makes sense to me. I will be the first to admit there are some great niches in our industry. There's CBD oil, there's essential oils, there's natural and organic products. That's just a few examples. These are great niches. There is a demand for those products. Don't get me wrong. What I've found is a much better solution is to find a company with a mass market appeal. You want a product or a service that appeals to 95, 96, 97 out of every 100 people rather than have a product or service that only one or two or three or four or maybe even five out of every hundred people even use. If you are going around your neighborhood talking to people about a shampoo, well, everybody uses shampoo, so people are going to be more receptive to that than they are to be of CBD oil, as an example. And I'm not bashing CBD oil. It's great, but it's a much smaller niche. Most people don't use it. And you're basically asking someone to create a new buying habit. That can be very difficult to do if they're not already buying a similar product or if you don't know how to market or advertise to people in that niche. So the more people your product or service, 
or service appeals to, the better off you're going to be. The final thing is the timing. Now, I understand there are two sides to the coin. Some people lean towards established companies. Other people lead towards ground floor opportunities. They both have their pros and cons. The benefits of an established company, it's been around for a long time. The checks are going to cash. They'll probably show up on time. The products are proven. There's a demand for them. That's some of the good things about an established company. Some of the benefits of a new opportunity is it's sexy. It has the sizzle. Most people haven't heard of it yet. The people who get in early often are the ones who do very well with the business. The downside of an of established stable company is that it's saturated. Now, I don't mean there's not room for it to grow. I just mean that many people have heard of the name of the company before and they have preconceived notions about it. If you say the word Amway, Herbalife, New Skin, Mary Kay, these are all great companies, but they've been around 30, 40, 50 years. Everybody's heard of them and they have a preconceived notion in their mind about what it is or what it isn't already. And it's hard to overcome that. Yes, you can still join any of those companies and do very well. I'm not saying that. The drawback of a newer opportunity is that it's not established. It could go under. It might not be financed properly. You might find that the demand for the products simply isn't there. The major benefit of the ground floor opportunity is that no one else has heard of it. It's new. It's sexy. It appeals to more people. What I personally believe after 16 years of doing this, and let me tell you up front, I was attracted to established companies for about the first 14 years in the industry. It just made sense to me. Why not work with a company that's already been around for a long time? In recent years, I've made the transition to work with newer companies. And what I've found, at least in my own experience, and individual results will vary, people were more open to the idea of the newer company because they hadn't heard of it. It was exciting. It wasn't saturated. And of course, you know, it still has to have good products, a good comp plan, good, good um, training and system and all those things. I've just found it much easier to promote a newer company. And what my mentor taught me, Mark Yarnell, is if everybody knows the name of your company, you've already missed the boat. It's already saturated. You want to be with the company before it becomes a household name so that when it hits the momentum phase, you already have your team built and you can ride that momentum off into the sunset. And I personally agree with that after doing this for many years. And of course, this is just the Chuck Holmes two cents. If you disagree, that's great. I'm not trying to convince you to my way of thinking. But I'd love to know what you hear about this subject when it comes to what are the three most important things when you're looking at a company to join. You can leave a comment to this podcast. You can ask me a question. Feel free to visit my website, onlinemlmcommunity.com, to learn more about what I'm doing, to connect with me. I hope you have a great day, and I appreciate you listening today.